0: Repodcasting is part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Have you ever watched a movie and wondered why they cast that woman or that guy? Well, here's our chance to give it a try. for Repodcasting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Repodcasting. I'm Lucia, and I am not joined today by my usual co-host, Janet, but... I do have a special guest co-host here. It's Marita. Hello. Repodcasting (laughs) (laughs) all-star. Well, thank you for joining me, Marita, and thank you for picking this incredible movie that we're going to talk about today. Thank you for having me. So why don't you tell everybody what you picked? I
1: chose the 2007 movie Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage.
0: And... I am shocked, but this is our first Nicolas Cage recasting.
1: (laughs) Well, he's awesome. And (laughs) he's either like in movies that are hugely successful, big hits or total flops. And this one was a flop.
0: Well, we'll see because I it wasn't a flop. It was not. I looked up the box office stats and it's actually really interesting because the original budget was 65 million and Nicolas Cage lobbied hard to be in this movie because he was a huge fan of comic books in general but also Ghost Rider specifically he mm. has a Ghost Rider tattoo that had to be covered up with makeup for being in the movie. Oh, I feel bad recasting him. <laughs> <laughs> but when he came Sorry, on Sorry Nick. Well, when <laughs> he came on he also brought with him a giant salary which had to increase the budget of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he insisted that the the post-production part, that, uh, like, the Ghost Rider flames and face and everything had to look super photorealistic. Mm-hmm. So then that increased not only the budget, but the time when it could be released. It was released a year later than expected. Oh. So the new budget ended up being nearly double, $110 million. So this already sounds like a total recipe for disaster. Uh-huh and the movie is not liked by yeah, that's why I, that's why i
1: called it a flop nobody i know liked this movie everybody talks about
0: how bad it is so 110 million budget it made 228.7 million oh. worldwide and uh, it is surprising. I think it's the worldwide audience because the North American box office was 115 million. So by that, it would have been mm. a flop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that worldwide audience came out for him. Yeah. and <laughs> Comic book movies. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, and this is like very early on as far as Marvel movies go. I am not a Marvel
1: fan or a comic book fan. Or comic book movie fan <laughs> at all. So I don't know
0: anything about Marvel movies when they came out. And, and sure. I don't either because I'm not a huge fan. But when I was reading about this movie, I read that Disney bought Marvel two years after this. So I think when Disney bought it is when they started really pumping them out.
1: Oh, um, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. yeah. And the, also this one didn't have Stan Lee, who is in, who was until his death, in Every, Every Marvel movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that I had heard. Even, even I knew that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: why wasn't he in this one?
0: All I read was that he wasn't really involved in the creation of this character oh. or anything. Oh, and so, so he didn't really feel. Yeah, tied I guess. To it. Yeah. But uh, so since I took over Janet's role on uh, box office this month, I asked Marita to write us a synopsis.
1: Okay. So I had a really hard time <laughs> writing a synopsis <laughs> because this movie is so convoluted and I just felt like I kept having to add more to the synopsis so that it was clear what the movie was about. So it's a little bit long. Oops, sorry. It's longer than a normal synopsis I think would be, but I can't wait. Okay. So here's the synopsis for Ghost Rider. 17-year-old stunt motorcycle rider, Johnny Blaze, makes a deal with a demon. He gives his soul in exchange for curing his father's cancer. The next day, the cancer is cured, but his father dies in a stunt accident. 21 years later, Johnny has become a famous stunt motorcycle rider who can't die due to his deal with the demon. Meanwhile, the demon's son, Blackheart, is using three fallen angels to help him find a lost contract for control of 1,000 corrupt souls taken by the former ghost rider. (laughs) The demon dad also wants this lost contract, so he makes Johnny the new ghost rider and offers to return his soul if he defeats Blackheart. And that's, like, not giving the movie away, I don't think. That's just, <laughs> no. like, the synopsis. And oh it's just gosh. so twisted and, like, so
0: many different convolutions. But I find that's typical of comic book movies. Yeah. I think they expect people to come into it already having read the book.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And I know my husband, for example, likes comic books and comic book movies, and he always... Um, is trying to explain the backstory when we watch a comic book (laughs) movie together and he's like oh in the books it's like this and like that and that's why this is like that and yeah it's not really my thing (laughs) but I think that you can watch Ghost Rider without knowing the comic book but I just still think it could have been better if some- and I love Nicolas Cage, <laughs> but I think it would have been better if it was someone else. And we'll talk about why.
0: In yeah. a minute. Well, I've already learned a lot from your synopsis because I don't know if I wasn't paying enough attention. Maybe I was looking up other actors, but I had no idea what age he was at the beginning. I had no idea how many years later it was. And I was thinking no, that wasn't clear. I, I uh, had to Google that okay. because
1: it was not clear at all. And I <laughs> in movies, I like to know like, yes. so how many times how much time has passed. Same. So I Googled that. And so that's how, why it ended up in my
0: synopsis. That's funny. I'm glad you did because my first thing about Nicolas Cage was this guy's way too old to be playing this character. Yeah. And he looked it too, unfortunately. So. Yeah. But I will say this the actor playing the young Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. I was like, he could be 17, he could be 27. I'm not sure. Like, it was hard to tell yeah, by his look. Yeah, he didn't really look 17. I thought he looked too old. Yeah, and he was 26 or 27 mm-hmm. in real life. But okay, so let's take our first ad break, and then we will come back and do our recasting. We are going to hear from our friend of the podcast, Kyle Marshall. Take it away, Kyle. Hi, my name is Kyle. I'm Dave. And I'm the machine. And we do a podcast called Kyle and Dave versus the machine. It's a podcast where a sentient machine is forcing us to watch movies in order to prevent it from initiating the apocalypse. Although, Dave, you and I tend to talk about the ideas of the movie rather than the movie itself. Well, it's the machine's fault, like everything, and and by effect your fault, Kyle, that you've invited me, and this is the only thing I like to talk about. I mean, I'm not going to face the apocalypse alone, so you seem like a good patsy to bring along with me. If you wanted somebody that was going to give you some hope, you picked the wrong person. Kyle and Dave vs. the Machine is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network locally grown, community supported. New episodes are out every Friday. And we're back. And, Marita, since you chose this movie, why don't you go first with the recasting? Okay. So, um, like I said Before the ad, (laughs) I
1: really like Nicolas Cage. I like watching him in movies. I think he's really, like, one-of-a-kind kind kind (laughs) of thing. Like, But in every movie, it's like, he's the same person. So I don't think that he's a great actor, per se. I have a feeling if I were to meet him in real life, I would be like, yeah, this is the personality I was expecting. Um, But I feel like in this movie, with this storyline of, like, he makes this deal to save his father's life and then he dies anyway and it's like now he's stuck and his soul is owned by this demon and he tries to kill himself over and over and he can't die and um, i feel like nicholas cage plays the character too silly like mm-hmm. i feel like he's supposed to be despondent and depressed and then later in the movie he gets the energy to do everything that happens but in when we first see Nicolas Cage's character, I think he's too silly. Like he's just being silly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the movie needs someone who's really laid back, like a, I don't care if I live or die attitude in the beginning, not the beginning of the movie, but the beginning of their role. And like the way Nicolas Cage, I should say Johnny Blaze, maybe, but (laughs) the way Johnny Blaze is eating candy in a martini glass, like he looks like He's enjoying it, you know? And the way he talks, it's like, it's funny and he's enjoying it. And it's, that's not what you're supposed to get. Like, at that point, he's supposed to hate his life and want to die. And he's trying to die and he can't. So anyway, I thought, okay, who's someone who was a big name in 2007? Because these movies always have a big name, right? And could look, like, really, like, I don't care about anything, really despondent. But later have the energy to carry to carry an action movie
0: okay
1: so i thought will smith okay yeah of course so because <laughs> i think what he really like can do that laid back i don't care about anything like i can picture his face even in the scenes
0: doesn't he do that in a movie too uh hancock i think it's called where he's oh, shoot, like a he superhero that does not care. No, that's that's good. We've that's seen right. him do it. <laughs> that's
1: right. He I, I forgot about that movie. I didn't look up his bio because he's been in so much stuff. Yeah. So I don't know when that was, but oh, I think it was after. Probably after this okay, one. Um, so anyway, I thought uh, he'd be really, really good. Uh, however, if he was the Ghost Rider, Hitch was in 2005. It came out two years before this movie, and his co-star was Eva Mendes. Right. So I would recast her in this movie just to not have the same two stars again. <laughs> I didn't, didn't think they have, I, didn't I think their chemistry was them. that great. Okay. So she would have to be recast, and obviously, if it's Will Smith, the young actor or the young Johnny Blaze would have to be recast, and the dad would have to be recast <laughs> okay. because everybody would be black.
0: But I so think did you it would be worth it. Everyone? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay.
1: because we're only doing Johnny Blaze, so that's okay. the only one I chose. But I think the others would be pretty easy to to find.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's all I have. I ended up going with two because I didn't like I I wasn't totally sure of either one. But okay. so number one was he's too old. I was looking for somebody quite a bit younger, which is interesting because with your timeline there, it sounds like he should be 37. But so the main villain, Blackheart, which was mentioned in the synopsis. Yeah. He was played by Wes Bentley. Yeah. Who I thought did a really good job. Yeah. And Wes Bentley was 29 at the time. And so I was like, oh, I kind of feel like it would make sense, like, to have them around the same age, just kind of, like, the way that they're going to pit against one another, it felt like it would make sense to have them be more or less the same age. So Mm -hmm. I was looking for actors in that age range. Mm -hmm. And I also think that he was playing – that Nicolas Cage was playing it way too silly and that, like, it's a dark story Mm -hmm. and a dark character. So I – my first choice is Ben McKenzie – who he was from the OC, and now he's, or maybe not anymore, but he's on a show called Gotham, which may or may not be still on the air. I don't know. Um, But I think he really plays the brooding, dark character very well. So I thought that would be, like, a good fit. Okay, I don't know him at all. And that's part of the problem is that, like. He wasn't a name in 2007. Well, it's not a name now. <laughs> he, he had already done the OC. So, like, he okay. was known in that sense, but TV and movies, it's not really the same, like, clout. Yeah. Certainly not at that time. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up going with a second character who has done both TV and movies. Um, and that's Scott Speedman. So right. he was on Felicity. Okay. But he was also in the Underworld franchise. Um, And he had done one of the Underworld movies the year before this. So he had already done comic book type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could also, in a way, I almost feel like Scott Speedman mm-hmm. would be better because he'd be able to do the dark stuff well. But then I think he could do the latter part better than mm-hmm. Ben McKenzie. But yeah, so uh, he's also on the TV show You. I don't know if you watch that. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. I can't just... Uh... <laughs> to either of your choices.
1: I have no idea who like, they are or uh, what they've done. <laughs> well, I look for And picture. I realize I didn't describe who Will Smith is, but I have a feeling everyone in the world knows who Will Smith is. Yes. So it's okay.
0: This is Scott Speedman. Okay. You still don't know who it is. I have no idea. Who okay. Is, no. Um, and then I also wanted to say I looked up Hancock and that was the year after this. Oh, so this <laughs> could have been his comic book movie. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, I am kind of like a little bit not sold on either of my choices only because neither of them would be big enough to carry this movie but then the budget would have stayed at 65 million at least (laughs) yeah
1: Um, yeah. then they would have made more because people are going to see it anyway if it's a comic book I was going to say I did have a second choice I didn't like write it down but just in my mind I thought Val Kilmer would be really good in this because he's so like I mean now obviously I don't know if you've seen his documentary yeah Yeah. so so but like at the time, in 2007, I feel like he was really underrated. Like, he was a really good actor. Uh-huh. But from word on the streets is that he was so intense, so he was really hard to work with. So I don't know if having a role like this would have been too much for him and the crew and his fellow castmates and everyone. Um, but uh, I think he could have done this role really well. Yeah. Like, both sides. Right. The despondent, dis- depressed one, and then the... I'm going to kick ass and save the world one. He's older
0: than Nicolas Cage.
1: <laughs> but he doesn't look like it. No, that's true. I mean, that's well, true. You see now he doesn't look so great, but at the time, yeah. he had a very young face. Wait, like Nicolas
0: Cage looked old when he was 20. So Nicolas Cage his hairpiece required 3 hours to apply every day. Wow. And it wasn't even like that elaborate or yeah. like man, yeah. And I'm pretty sure he was wearing bright blue contacts. I don't think that's his eye color. There were a lot of scenes where his eyes looked like they were practically glowing blue. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. Oh, by the way, so I was going to watch this before today. Like <laughs> I'm usually a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But thank goodness I didn't because the version that I had rented was the 2011 sequel called Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance or something like that. Oh. So I almost watched that. Today, I went to the Ashwa Public Library and grabbed the DVD... And oh, got the first one? Yeah. Luckily, oh. I grabbed the right one. So you realized you had the sequel. That's no. why you went to the actual... Public. No, I had just put them both on hold. One in Calgary, one here, and I wasn't sure if it would come in time. Oh. But yeah, so luckily, I did not watch the sequel first.
1: <laughs> I should know that, but I mean, know what I'm going to ask. But is Nicolas Cage in the sequel?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I had grabbed it. It said Nicolas Cage oh, on it. Okay. I didn't realize it was a sequel. Um, so I want to comment, you probably noticed... Rebel Wilson, this was her film debut. You didn't notice her? Who was she? She was the person who was mugged, and then Nicolas Cage saves her. Oh. And then she's on camera with Ava Mendez being interviewed.
1: Right. So I don't like her oh. at all, and I I remember that person, that character, because I was thinking, that girl's annoying. Why Why did they cast her Yes, now I see it's Rebel Wilson. Yeah,
0: the character's supposed to be annoying. I love Rebel Wilson. You
1: do? Yes. But her, again, like Nicolas Cage, she's just the annoying girl in everything she plays. Have you
0: seen the rom com that she stars in? What's it called? I only know by I, I don't know. I watched it and it was cute. There are other problems, but she's not the problem in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anyway, it'll take me a while to find it. Anyway, I, I really like her. I'm a fan. I think she's very funny. I think she was so... Fu- Isn't it Romantic is the name of the movie?
1: I think I saw it, but I don't recall. But I've never liked her. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I didn't like her in that either. Okay.
0: All right. Then I should have not brought up that interesting fact. But... <laughs> now I'm angry. <laughs> so one thing I did notice um, while like reading through trivia about the movie is that Johnny Depp was interested in playing the title role.
1: <gasps> I almost recast him, but then I thought like... That's, everyone's going to think I'm obsessed. Because you probably recast him last time? (laughs) (laughs) I did. I recast him in Eyes Wide Shut. Right. And yeah, I think he would have been really good. (laughs) (laughs) And Nicolas Cage and Johnny Depp are good friends. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, they've been good friends since like before Johnny Depp was famous. Oh, wow. And it would have been funny. I thought if he got the role
0: instead of Nicolas Cage.
1: Right.
0: Eric Bana was also in heavy contention for the role. Which, it must have been before he was Superman, because that would have been weird. No, is that who he is? The Hulk. See, the, I don't know comic book movies. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he was in a comic book movie in some year, probably after this. Hulk 2003. Oh, oh before. Weird. So he was Hulk and they almost wanted him to be Ghost, right? Yeah, that wouldn't have been good. I'm glad they didn't go with him. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage, you know, he lobbied hard for this. He's a huge, huge comic book fan. He was almost Superman because Tim Burton was making a Superman. And then I don't, I think there's a documentary about the making of, I, I guess you can't call it a making of if they didn't finish making it, but like there was all these, like it was really hyped up and then I don't know what happened. Maybe they ran out of budget. I'm not sure. I would think because Johnny Depp is good friends with Tim Burton that he's good
1: friends with Nicolas Cage too. Because they're friends, so... Yeah, so I don't it. know what
0: happened. But I wonder, Why the movie didn't get made. Like, Nicolas Cage has never been in a Tim Burton movie, has he? Not I that so. I know of. I don't think so either. But, so, this ended up being his first comic book movie, but he ended up playing two more Marvel heroes. The dad in Kick-Ass, which I didn't know was Marvel, but turns out oh, okay. it is. And then he was also the voice of Spider-Man Noir in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good for him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At least with voice acting, it doesn't matter how old you look. Yeah. (laughs) And this is just like a little interesting thing. At the time of filming, the world record distance for a motorcycle jump was (gasps) 277.5 feet. I'm so glad you looked that up because I meant to
1: look that up after I finished watching the movie. That was a few (laughs) weeks ago. And then I forgot.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So the world record was 277.5 feet in 2005. This movie comes out in 2007, and on December 31st, 2007, Robbie Madison essentially performed Johnny Blaze's (gasps) goalpost-to-goalpost jump, setting a new world record distance of 322.6 feet. Oh, because
1: when they were doing that jump, I thought, I wonder if anyone has actually done this. Somebody
0: was inspired by this movie to do it. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I know. And then the last thing that I want to mention is that there were rumors that Nicolas Cage's abs were CGI'd. Poor Nicolas Cage! <laughs> I know! So... He just couldn't do those sit-ups every day. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's true. It's rumors. And the writer-director, Mark Steven Johnson, he refutes this on the DVD commentary. So I think he'd have oh, no really? reason to lie about it. So I'm going to go ahead and believe that Nicolas Cage did the work and got oh, the abs. <laughs> poor guy. He's just so pudgy
1: looking that you can't can't imagine him cut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, the last thing that I do want to mention, and this is part of why the budget, I think part of why the budget ended up so bloated, the Ghost Rider's computer-generated skull was made from a 3D x-ray of Nick Cage's actual skull. And I'm willing to bet he insisted on that. <laughs> that is
1: just ridiculous. Like, of course, who cares? That is so cares? unnecessary.
0: Yes, yeah. a skull is fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny.
1: But yeah. he's if he has a tattoo of Ghost Rider before he was even in the movie, then he's got to be like a really hardcore fan of this comic book. Right. That's so funny.
0: Yeah. So like, that's the thing. On the one hand, I'm happy for him that he had to play it. Yeah. But on the other, he's so wrong for it. Yeah, And, you know. But can't the director
1: say like, pretend you want to die. Like you're not happy to be
0: drinking candies in a martini glass. Like, So as I mentioned, the director's name is Mark Stephen Johnson. Have mm -hmm. you ever heard
1: of him? No.
0: Me neither. Uh. Do you think he can tell Nick Cage what to do? (laughs) It was like on The Tourist, that poor young director who just had no say in anything Mm -hmm. that happened on set. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's all of my, like, trivia, fun facts, and the ratings for this movie. So as we were saying earlier, Mm -hmm. this is not liked. Mm -hmm. On IMDb, it has a 35% from 20 critics. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 26% from 141 reviewers. Yeah,
1: it, like, it's it's not very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think,
1: well, I don't know. I think, like, as far as comic book movies go, it's, like, in that genre I, to me. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like every other comic book movie. So it gets a really low rating. I'd love to actually talk to someone who loves comic books
0: yeah. And who would revisit this now after yeah. like, there's all these Marvel movies. Yeah. I would be interested in that too, because, so I'll say this. I, um, I jumped the gun a bit and I, like, cause I use letterboxed a lot to rate movies and I put in my review when there was about 15 minutes left of the movie. Cause I was like, yeah, I have the gist and I gave it, um, a Two out of five stars. And I was like, this isn't that bad. Like Nick Cage needs to be replaced. He's the problem. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And then the ending was so stupid that I had to go back and, and drop Lord. a star. <laughs> like yeah. it was so dumb. The devil, like his name is Mephistopheles, right? Yeah. Like that's the devil. It's a demon. Well It's not the devil. It's okay. a demon. Fine. Yeah. But anyway, he comes in and he's like Okay, you fulfilled your wish. Now I'm going to set you free. Which, first of all, no way he's going to do that. <laughs> then Nicholas Cage says no. And he's like, what? <laughs> okay, I guess you decide. <laughs> like, what? None of that made sense. Yeah. <laughs> Just terrible. He is
1: the ghost rider.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I ended up, like, halfway through, I was like, okay, this movie is fine. But by the end, I was very mm. much not on board anymore. Yeah. But
1: it would have been good to see it with someone else. Absolutely. To see if it
0: was better. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's take our second ad break and then we will come back for our final segment. This episode of Repodcasting is brought to you by ATB. With ATB Cares, giving is easy. Donate through ATB Cares, and ATB will match 20% of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities, maximizing the impact of your donation. Visit atbcares.com to choose your cause and donate today. And we're back. And now it is time for our final segment. Hold me close,
1: young Tony Danza.
0: It's time for Hold Me Close, Young Tony Danza, the segment where we cast Tony Danza into one of the roles in this movie. So, Marita, who did you decide to cast Tony Danza as?
1: Well, I was deciding between two characters in the movie, and I went with Johnny Blaze's father, Barton Blaze. He's only in the beginning because... As I said, he dies. But I thought he'd be really cool to be like the dad and be this cool motorcycle, like stunt driver. I always say that wrong. Stunt motorcycle driver
0: (laughs) and be tough on his son. And I thought that would be good. That is a good one. I didn't even consider him. As much as I love Sam Elliott and don't want to take him out of this That's, yeah, uh, that was my second choice. But I thought Sam Elliott was too good. I don't, yeah. But anyway, so I recast Tony Danza (laughs) as the caretaker (laughs) because, of course, he could be that mentor and show Johnny Blaze the way. Yeah. And then he gets to be on fire near the end, too. Yeah, Spoilers. (laughs) We can spoil. Yeah, of course. Okay. (laughs)
1: Because did you understand that that caretaker was the original Ghost Rider? Yes. Yeah.
0: But I no, you know what? I did not understand that. I read that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was not clear. No.
1: But it's like you said, you have to kind of know the storybook, the comic book, I mean, and uh, then you'll understand all these things.
0: It's so clear that we're not comic
1: book people. (laughs) I know. Why did I pick this movie? Actually, shout out to Andrew Joe who uh, suggested I choose this movie for this podcast.
0: Nice. No, it's a really good one because... I think if you remove Nick Cage and replace him with someone more appropriate, that fixes 80% of the movie's yeah. problems. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, I agree, and that's why like he suggested it. I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, I already <laughs> cast this one.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me, and thank you for picking this awesome movie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and so join us next month. Janet will be back, and the movie we're recasting is Jack Reacher, starring Tom Cruise. And this movie is available on Netflix, so watch it and recast along with us. Can't wait. Thanks, Marita. Thank you. Bye. Bye.